Messiah. He came in the person of Jesus Christ. We also anticipate the return of that Christ Jesus. And so for the four weeks that lead up to Christmas, we have an opportunity to look forward with great expectation, right? With, with great expectation to the coming of Christ. So we embark on this journey to this newborn king, the journey to hope and peace and joy and love. And so this past week we began a reading from an Advent devotional titled Emmanuel, God with us. If you haven't joined us yet on that uh, devotional reading, do it this week. Go ahead, go ahead and sign up today. You can go to our Facebook page and the link is there. You can also, of course, go to, uh, go to our app and the link is within our app and can be beamed in. It's also in the email that we're going to help with giving this week. You can click on that link there. It's Emmanuel, God with us. And, and it reminds us that no matter what we're going through, no matter what we're facing, no matter where we are in life, that God is with us. And one of our readings this past week was on the pillar of cloud that led Israel through the wilderness by day, a pillar of cloud and a pillar of fire that led the children of Israel by night. That, that even in the seen of the day and in the unseen of the night, even in our seen and unseen journeys and pathways, God is with us in light and in dark. God is near. Similarly, the star of Bethlehem, it shone and it guided the Magi at night to the newborn king. The star of Bethlehem is briefly mentioned in Matthew's account of Christmas. And they drew the wise men from, from the east. They must have led them over some smooth routes and over some rough terrain, through some easy passages and some ones that were more difficult and hard to get through. But it remained with them, above them, in front of them, as they followed it to the stable, to the manger. It led them past powerful rulers and kings. It led them past shepherds and the hill country. And through all the circumstances and all of the travels and all those surprises on their journey, the light never stopped leading them. It faithfully pointed them to Jesus. So together this morning and over these coming weeks of Advent, we continue to look for the light and to follow the light as we journey to peace. Now, when I think of peace, I'm often reminded of this great hymn, well-known hymn, It Is Well With My Soul. Anyone remember that old hymn? It is an old song that's loved by many because the message, right, the song, the lyrics, with peace like a river, attended my way, with sorrows like sea billows roll, whatever my lot, thou hast taught me to say, it is well with my soul. The song, it, it, it portrays such a such a, a hope and such a peace and such a steadfast love. But the song also became famous and more revered for the story behind the words. Maybe you know the story of the song. Horatio Spafford was a businessman in Chicago in 1873. And after losing one child to pneumonia, he sent his wife and his four daughters ahead of him on a ship to Europe. While crossing the Atlantic, the ship sank. from his wife that he had survived, that she had survived, and that and, and he left her 
surround the curve. We talked about that last week, that no matter where you're at and what you're going through, you may be surrounded by animal dung, but there is hope for you. You may be surrounded by poison and chaos and just trying to find where you can fit in, but there is peace. The city of Bethlehem was overflowing with hordes of people who had arrived after many miles of journeying, dangerous roads by foot and livestock, and visitors started arriving, shepherds started arriving to visit this newborn baby, and they didn't even have any hand sanitizer. King Herod was in pursuit, angels were rejoicing, and it's no wonder that the angels had to tell the shepherds first not to be afraid and then assure them of the message of peace. In Luke chapter 2, verses 13 and 14, it says, Suddenly there was a multitude of heavenly hosts with the angels praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and peace on earth to people he favors. See, there was noise, there was pain, and that pain was that loud. There was screaming, there was crying, there were tears. She couldn't look at Joseph and say, stay away from me, Joseph, because Joseph wasn't the man. But Joseph. There was screaming, there were tears. And in the midst of all of this, there was great joy. And there was deep peace. And there was the greatest fulfillment. No matter where you're at or what you're facing or what you're going through this morning, peace has come. See, our journey of peace isn't isn't, isn't one that's separated from the realities of life. It's a journey of peace in the midst of a life even in the midst of all of its noise and chaos. Just know that Jesus had become the boat and his disciples had risen the storm. The waves were crashing. The disciples were fearful for their life. And Jesus was asleep when they wake him up. speaks to the storm and he says, peace, 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 peace. Peace is coming. Peace is coming. I'm sure you're feeling it. I'm sure you're having that peace. It's not over. 
It's the kind of peace that allows Jesus to be whipped and be beaten because we know that there's no death in us and that all authority is in him. It's the kind of peace that allows Jesus to suffer and die because his